yeah talking so um on my instagram account i put up a poll to see what you guys are interested in talking about what more information you want to know about so 38 percent of the votes voted how to find the right vendor okay and like i tell all my clients that finding the right vendors make or break your wedding you know they could make it an amazing time or not such an amazing time right because you're basically relying on other um on other companies other vendors to make your wedding a success right and let's say if you're the, you're a couple and you don't necessarily have a wedding planner that's okay too um you know i'm here to guide you through that process so the first thing i tell my couples is see their work so example um for a florist okay so when you're looking online because now everything is well not everything but most things are online you could first check out the website right a website is very important and every vendor every business should have a valid website that is updated weekly monthly it's just up to date okay so you check their website and you're like you know what i love the flowers that this florist has great you see their work it's up to date it's not you know it's not work that's been posted two three years ago you know not updated that's another sign you have to look for so let's say the vendor checks out you love the florist okay you go contact them so on the phone or through email you have to ask the right questions in order to get the answers because remember these vendors you know they know for a wedding and want them to force you to buy something that you don't want to buy right so um yeah so on the phone or email you could ask them these three questions how many years in business have you been how many years of business um you know i'm not saying let's say example a florist has only been around for a year i'm not saying that they're bad you know but just keep that in mind that they've been around for a year so we don't know you don't know how much experience they have right a year is a year and that could be great they're eager to learn or that's not so great because you know it's an important day your wedding and you know you don't want a florist example with a year experience to maybe be doing your flowers that might be a deal breaker for some and some are willing to give the chance to the person fair enough so ask them the other question you have to ask them is have you done weddings before okay so if they say no look the other way your wedding is not going to be their test wedding to to test out weddings because weddings and other events you know are two different ball games as they say you know a wedding is a wedding there's a structure there's a way to do things and other events there's other is ways to do things for other events and flowers at a wedding and any event could add that extra look don't mind my nail um could add that look that you're looking for right and you don't want to be the test subject for a florist that's just starting off and never done weddings before so you want a florist that has done weddings before you know at least i think two to three years experience and then you ask them for their work like their sample what have they done you know you can ask for their portfolio and any business big or small should have a portfolio to show to show samples right um, it's important samples of their past work what they've done it's important right and then the last thing you should be asking is how much would it cost 
and what is included in that cost, okay? So let's say if the florist gives you the price that you want to hear and fits within your budget, you're like, great, but what does it include? So, um, for example, we'll go with the florist. Um, some florists, not all, but some say, you know what, we'll just deliver it. We're not going to install it. And that's okay if you have someone like a planner or a family member that's willing to help you set up the venue. Okay, that's fine. You talk to them beforehand. The florist will just drop off the flowers at your venue. And then you, not you, maybe you or a family member or your planner will place the will place the flowers on the table. Okay, um, but you have to be okay with that though. You know, because on your wedding day, if you don't have a planner or you don't have the privilege to have a family member help, you know, some venues, different story for different times, some venues will be like, yes, we don't mind putting the flowers on the table, but some say no, you know, you're responsible for your own setup type of thing. It depends what venue goes, you know. Um, so you have to ask what's included is, you know, is the delivery installation included? Okay. Um, example, let's say if the vases they're using, right, the, the florist or detailed vases and they have to be picked up after you have to keep that in mind too that the pickup might charge it might cost you more or it might not cost you anything you have to look at that too within the price so the best thing for any vendor in our example here about florists you know keep in mind all these little things because little the little things that up that add up the most right um and you know you don't want to end up being i don't want to say ripped off but you know you don't want to be paying for something you're not comfortable with right and at the end of the day like I tell all my couples numerous times you have to be happy with the selection you know you have to be okay so even if you don't have a planner you know regardless you have to be happy with what you're paying for right because you don't want to be there on your wedding day with your spouse and be like hey at the end I don't like the flowers I regret going with the florist you don't you don't want that you know trust me it's not worth it so at the end of the day you have to ask those questions because that could give you a good a good feel for what to be expected you know um and like i said it's important also to shop around for different prices different florists you know there's some florists out there like many vendors that have a minimum you know that have a minimum i say spend for flowers so example there's some florists you know that are like we don't do weddings under a certain amount for of for of spending allocated budget for the wedding you know and that's okay that's how they run their business that's fine you know um so you have to keep that in mind too that there might be a minimum spend per centerpiece uh that is a thing um florist if you're watching this you could correct me if i'm wrong but you know um what else is there for flowers yeah see what they have to offer see what flowers they carry because some florists carry the same flowers but some don't it all depends also if you want to move forward and you're like you know what before i sign a contract can i come to your florist shops to see what you could do and then you know you could pick and choose the flowers and most florists are okay with that some aren't and some are but again it all depends on the the florist and how they run their business but typically if you're serious you know you tell them look i do want to sign i just want to see your work in your shop okay you go meet up with the florist and then you and them talk of what can be done with flowers and another thing when flowers talking about the florist is what's in season and what's not in season because 
um, if a flower, for example, peony, their season, let's say May, June, July, um, and you're going to marry in September, well, they're going to cost you more to get peonies because they have to be brought in by, I don't know, is it Holland? I'm not too sure. Other countries that have a warmer climate don't have to be shipped in. And, you know, that could be an additional cost too in your price. So that's for flowers because, um, you know, flowers can be a big part in your wedding if you want it to be. Um, another vendor that I always like to use as an example are, um, let's say, DJs. Okay, so a DJ is a vendor. And some venues, let's say if you already have your venue booked, um, some venues will have like a preferred DJ list. Doesn't mean you have to go with them. You know, you're allowed to shop around for your DJ. And um, I'd say the professional DJs, they come with their own equipment. They come with their own setup team to set up before the wedding. They come with all their gear, no surprises, okay? And they'll typically cost you more than a DJ that might be starting out, or let's say if your friend is a DJ, again, I always tell my clients to go with a professional DJ because you know what quality and what type of service you'll be getting compared to your friend. Again, your decision to make, but based on my experience, you know, the professionals always, they're professionals, right? This is what they do, right? And they have experience. And again, same thing like the florist, for your DJ, you know, you have to ask him or her or the company representative, have you done weddings before? Because <clears throat> a club DJ is very different than a wedding DJ, right? So you have to ask, have you done weddings before? Yes. Okay. How many? You know, and you be the judge of that, you know, and it depends how comfortable you are with the DJ because some DJs um, come with an animator, right? An MC and some don't. Some, the DJs, they do both a bit of MC and, and the music. Depends what you're looking for and what's and something within your budget realistically. Because I know DJs, again, quote me if I'm wrong, um, could typically start at 2000 and go up depending what you want, how many hours. It, it's ballpark, I say 2000 and up. So again, and you can always ask for the DJ, um, what halls have you DJed at? Because remember, every hall, every venue, every location is very different, right? So let's say if your DJ, um, the DJ company is familiar with the venue they married at, Okay, they're in old environment, no surprise that they've been there, right? But let's say if the DJ hasn't been there, okay, you you know, it's not bad. I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's bad, but keep that in mind that they're not familiar with with the venue. Again, that's totally up to you. Um, what other vendor can I think of? So we have the florist, DJ. Let's say for vendor, let's go with videographer. Same thing applies for videographer. You know, you always ask them, have you done weddings before? You know, um, have you a shot at the location that they married at? Because, you know, every venue location is very different, right? So the videographer has to be comfortable getting there, right? And let's say if the videographer, and you can always ask them this and, you know, and always ask them, have you traveled before to this location? Do you feel comfortable traveling to this location? Because um, it's very important that, they're aware that they have to travel because some videographers say no we only stay within this area we don't travel and some videographers are like yes we do travel but it'll cost you x amount to travel again up to you but again ask if they do weddings you know okay they've done weddings have they been to your location okay good how much do they charge how many videographers does it come with right how many hours of coverage are is it, are your packages you know you could ask them all this 
um, because some videographers are like, it's only one videographer for, let's say, eight hours. Okay, fine. And some for the same price say, no, we're two videographers for the same price and for the same amount of hours. And also keep in mind um, in the contracts of some vendors, example, videographer, it might say there that that you have to pay for a meal for them. Again, you could talk to your videographer, but the majority of vendors that I've worked with, typically their contract includes a meal. So again, to keep that in mind that you have to provide a meal for them, nothing elaborate and fancy, just a meal, you know, and even in my own contracts, I include a meal because we are working long hours and, you know, a meal is included in that. Again, all vendors are different, but something to keep in mind too with, uh, something just to keep in mind in the back of your head if you want to put like that. What else can you ask? Yes, for videographers, ask, okay, um, again, price, what's included, you know, when will you receive your final the, the video of your wedding how what's your turnaround time you know do we get a sneak peek right all these little things can make you could influence your decision right and also ask to see samples of their work do they have a website again how many years in business have they been around right all these same questions apply to each vendor because at the end of the day you don't want to like i said you don't want to have to pay for a service that you're not going to be happy with at the end of the day right because it's your wedding day and you know, you can't go back in time, right? You can't go back saying, well, we should have went with this vendor instead of that one, right? And also ask, if you want, Not you don't have to, you can always ask for referrals from um, the videographer, for example, or the other vendors, you can ask for referrals saying, hey, do you mind if I contact the venue you did an installation last at to see what they have to say about you? Some vendors might say yes, no problem, but some might be reluctant, again, you take it as you want to take it, but, the, you know, you could get the vibe, you could get the feel for, for the, um, you get the feel for everything, you know, and you have to make sure when you're shopping for vendors, if the vibe matches your vibe, that's, that's really important as well. If you don't get along with them from the beginning, sorry, nothing is going to change on your wedding day and you don't want to have a vendor there that doesn't you know that doesn't match your energy and your vibe for your wedding right and also example for videographers and the other vendors you have to make sure they match your style and you know because videographers same like photographers some have a different approach different style of filming so on and so forth and speaking about style bringing you back to the florist you have to see if the florist that you pick matches your style and can do what you want because not all florists do all the same style, so it's important. Um, let's say if a florist only does these big centerpieces, not all small ones, then, you know, it depends if you want that, right? Because, you know, when you ask them, like, can you do this? And you have to see what they say, because at the end of the day, they have to deliver what they said in the contract, right? And for all vendors, speaking about contracts, have them send you a contract so you can look it over so you can look it over because it's very important a contract um you know contracts are important and it's there to protect you and and it's there to protect them as well but at the end of the day the contract will stipulate exactly what service will be provided and a quote is not a contract two different things so important and even before you go with a contract you could always ask for a quote saying hey how much would it cost and they can give you a quote with taxes and everything 
Uh, I even give quotes myself. So, you know, it's a common practice. You know, nothing unheard of. Because at the end of the day, you're the consumer and you want to pay, you want to know what you're expecting, right? And it's very important to look for all these things. And if you feel, you know, at any moment, sorry, <laughs> that something is off about them, you don't have to go with them. Even if, let's say, it happens that, let's say, through the planning process, they're ignoring your calls, they're ignoring your emails, so on and so forth. That could be a sign, you know, so and it doesn't mean it's bad. There might be a legit reasoning for them ignoring you. But if you feel that, hey, it's not going anywhere, I can't get through to them. I don't like the vibe. You have to, re you know, read their contracts, see what the cancellation policy is. And before you cancel, I say always talk to them. You never know what's going on. But it happened to my clients before, you know, in the past that things happened and at then everything is OK. But still, regardless, you know, see see you know along the way you know something happens or you don't like something you, you could let the vendor know if you signed with them you know what i mean and um for vendors you shouldn't have to be pressured to go with them you know there's plenty of vendors where you're from that you could choose from there's not only one you know there's many vendors out there so i say you know what you know don't feel forced to go to a certain vendor just because you know just because you contacted them it doesn't mean anything until um you signed a contract and and they know the game to the vendors they know how it works they know you're shopping around it's normal unless if you found your vendor that you love and that's it that's okay too but i always say to my clients look at three potential vendors you know for each i'd say category right look at three floors look at three videographers look at three photographers you know to compare right because at the end of the day you might be pleasantly surprised that you might have never thought that the one that you love is not actually giving you a better price than the other one you know what i mean so again it's all on you and your spouse to see exactly what you like what you don't like and i might be being repetitive but it's very important um to know to ask those questions because you don't want to end up being you know ripped off and you know not getting what you want right and for vendors, what else do I say about vendors? That's important. Again, they know the game. They know exactly what the game is and they know you're shopping around and they know you're not alone. And I'll give you an example. Uh, was it two weeks ago? I was at the Elegant Wedding Show in Montreal. Um, I had a booth there. It was a very great experience. I had a great time. I met a lot of awesome, you know, people that came to see my booth. And just to say that... I was one of, I think, eight wedding planners that were there. So seven other planners were there as well. And I think there was like 30 or 40 photographers and videographers at the show. So just imagine that's a small portion of how many photographers and videographers are in Montreal, right? There's way more than that. And from where you're from, wherever you're watching this video, same goes in your city and your location. There's plenty to go around with all the vendors. And they know they're not the only ones. They know what they bring to the table and what they offer their clients, right? So you have to be the judge of that. And let's say if you're working with a planner, you know, you could always let your planner know like, hey, you know what? I don't like this one. Okay, no problem. Your planner will take care of it. And your planner, you know, depending on their contract and what they provide, your planner should be providing you a list with preferred vendors that they have worked with in the past and that those vendors are verified by the planner saying you know what they do a great service and you know and each planner should you know in my again my opinion provide a list of vendors you know preferred vendors 
that have been checked by the planner and do a great job you know what i mean and again planners we're not opposed to not working with new vendors again there's so many out there but again we always i would say just do a check on them you know we call them up see what's up and then if we feel comfortable we tell our client and at the end of the day ultimately it's your choice the client's choice of who you go with you know the planner you know we can we could only do so much right if you're if you really want to go with said vendor will be like okay you know what that's fine but you understand what the vendor's providing you know you're okay with that and that's honestly what it really comes down to because i don't really want to rumble on and on about you know i don't want to ramble not rumble i don't want to ramble on and on and on about that but again it's your choice and you know whatever fits in your budget and budget is important too like i said budget is always important and you know realistically weddings can be expensive and there's ways to save on certain parts of you know a wedding and i always tell my clients um you know you know certain vendors okay you don't you don't need certain vendors but that's really up to you to decide what do you value more in the vendor list do you value more photographer than a videographer that's up to you do you do you favor no florists and just fake flowers or do you prefer a flowers like fresh real flowers you know what i mean it really comes down to what you want and your theme and you know it all comes together right because at the end of the day once you pick your vendors there it's basically setting i want to say the mood for your wedding you know what i mean like you're building an orchestra like you're building a team for your wedding day and you're counting on them to deliver you know what i mean and as a planner when i you know when working with my client i always say you know i'm your representative i like to use that word i'm your representative i'm the buffer between the vendor and you you know what i mean i'm the buffer in between so let's say if the vendor needs specific needs whatever i answer on behalf of my client and then i inform my client exactly what the vendor said and so on and so forth because at the end of the day you know depending where you're in the planning process it could start to be a lot of emails you know phone calls and you might not have the time to to take all that in right because it's a lot right so again you know vendors are very important and like i said always check their credibility check how long they've been in business for do they do weddings don't they do weddings is this the first wedding they're going to do it's up to you if you're okay with that you know i mean again that's your decision you know can you see a sample of their work do they have a legit website you know i wouldn't be worried about if they're not on all social media because some businesses aren't and that's okay but at least to have a valid website that's been updated i think the last month or so or two months that they're up to date you know and physically do they have a physical location in your city you know i mean i understand if they're just starting out they might not have a physical shop example but again you see your comfort and you decide with your spouse what's the best what's the best for you guys at the end right i mean again i could sit here and tell you a whole bunch of stories maybe i will one day uh, if you guys ask for it um you know i'll be more than happy <laughs> to share a bunch of stories i've encountered with vendors again i won't say who or what but you know you could get the gist of the stories um what else can i say about vendors yep so basically um you're building a team indirectly with the vendors that will be there on your wedding day or providing some service 
for your wedding and vendors include you know makeup artists hairstylists you know um flowers dj photographer videographer and let's say another vendor um let's say your venue doesn't um have a catering it's just the venue that you're renting which is okay and you have to go with you have to find a catering company so the same thing applies right um you know how many years in business do they have a website do they have an up-to-date menu for the year you're getting married in right um sorry what else what do what do their service provide does it come with bar staff doesn't it come doesn't it come with bar staff do you want you know you and your spouse do you want an open bar don't you want an open bar and these are all questions to ask your catering and much more um but you know just to get the gist when you call or ask for a quote you know you tell them okay i need for this amount of people roughly we want a bar we don't want a bar some catering companies a bar you don't have a choice it comes in the price some don't include a bar you know what i mean it's so it's important to ask all these questions what's your price per person what's the minimum if there's a minimum of uh, spend for food you know what i mean because some caterers do some caterers don't again every caterer is different in every area there's no wrong or right way again you know it's for you to decide um and another question she asked your caterer do you do a tasting can we have a sample menu like can we come for a tasting right to see what we'll be having and if they want to if you want to change the menu a bit here and there right um and ask also big thing for all vendors is your wedding day still available for them because some vendors will be like yes i'm still available your date um and some might be no so you have to restart the process again and some vendors example caterer depending how big they are they might be doing three or four weddings that day right and again that doesn't mean it's bad most vendors do two or three four weddings a day you know what i mean example florist might have 10 weddings to deliver that day that's okay you know hairstylist might do four weddings that day five six seven eight nine ten who knows right and you're one of them and that's okay you know that's a common practice for certain vendors not all vendors but certain vendors it's a normal practice for them to take on multiple jobs i say events weddings a day if they're a larger company again every vendor is different every company is different how they run business and that's for you to decide as a client to see where you draw the line and what you feel comfortable with you know what i mean so um back to catering you know you ask is this your first wedding have you done weddings what equipment do you need um because some caterers come with their own equipment some will use the equipment at the venue um and again if you're unsure you could ask your venue representative to be like hey you know what what kitchen what's the kitchen like what do you have in there because some catering companies if they don't have the right equipment in the kitchen at the venue they'll charge you to they'll charge you the price for like the price to rent out let's say a portable oven or a convection oven you know you'll have to pay the price for their equipment you know so that's another thing to consider right um and yeah basically and again if you're working with a planner your planner can help you with that no problem but if you're working without a planner that's okay and it's just important to ask all the questions and if you're unsure it's okay to email the said vendor cater whoever to make sure you feel comfortable before signing the contract um what's another vendor we could talk about rental company example let's say if you're with the rental company um and your venue again let's say it's just a venue renting right rental company they, you can rent pretty much everything and anything depending what rental company what area you're coming from 
um, by rental companies, you know, you could rent the charger plates, the pl uh, the service plates, the salad plates, the dessert plates, forks, knives, glasses, chairs, tables, you could rent it all. And with them, again, depending on the area, there's more than one rental company, you know, so not all rental companies rent the same things to stay competitive, right? So at the end of the day, rental company is hard, I say, to gauge because they all have a display room, right? They all have a showroom of what they have. But you don't know that day if the stuff that you're renting dies or then will come broken. You don't know, right? So again, doesn't mean it'll happen to you. I've had past experiences with certain rental companies. I won't name any names here, but certain rental companies, things came back. I mean, things came to us that weren't in a good state, in a good condition, okay? Um, so yeah, so again, with rental companies and depending, again, even, okay, let's say your venue is a your venue they have the key they have the food there and everything included most venues they don't have charger plates because charger plates are they always change you know style so if you want you know depending on your style and budget if you are okay with just the service plates being on the table depending if you're doing both size style if you're doing sit down you know and again you can rent all this like charger plates from the rental company and you can go see the showroom and you could do like a setup like an associate at the rental company or your planner could do a setup with you at the rental company see how it look um and it's also important for rental companies to ask when will they be delivering when are they available to deliver the items and then you'll just have to correspond that with the venue or your planner and just say hey the rental company will be coming this date is this okay for them to drop off and then pick up you know you discuss when it could be picked up right so that's what just um, logistic wise over there um, for rental companies what else can I say hmm. like I said the price of the rental company every rental company works differently they're not all the same um, and they're still considered a vendor and again you don't have to go to the rental company depending on if you want to rent the stuff or not you know I always tell my clients it's better to rent than buy in some cases because renting you're not you just give it back buying you have to keep all that stuff in storage unless if you want to sell it that's fine too but i always if it's a bigger larger scale wedding i always tell my clients better to rent you don't have to worry about it you don't have to lug that back home you know in boxes and bins that might be broken or thrown out you never know right so i always say to rent but again if you want to bring your own items you know that's okay too it can get costly and then if you want you know you can sell them online after to make a bit of profit back again that's totally up to you um, there's no right or wrong how to do that. Um, so I think that's all I have to say for vendors. I mean, I could think of so, so much more stuff, but I don't want the video to be an hour. Um, but yes, this was the first, I would say, official wedding talk. Um, and again, this environment, the whole point of this, if you want to call it series, is to just have a safe environment to talk about weddings and you know just a comfortable space a cozy lounge area just to talk about weddings and to hear me talk about weddings you know and like i said um what i'm gonna be doing next is i'm gonna be editing this video and then i'll be posting it um what else do i want to say and stay you know on the lookout for my instagram um i'll put that in the comment not the comment in the in the description below my instagram and facebook if it's not already there i have to check I'll be more diligent on that. And I will try my best to post every two weeks. I know I said it before. Sorry about that. 
it's got very busy season but i plan to at least every two weeks to make it a point to be consistent because you know i feel as a planner there could be some i don't some secrecy around the industry and wedding planning and you know i want to give you a very um honest look inside the wedding industry and how it really is without offending anyone or any business just from my standpoint as a planner of how i see the wedding industry and how to help you know even if my clients are watching or my non-clients or anyone viewing this video to have a better better understanding of the wedding industry because it is important and the wedding industry is huge and since you know you get married one time you know you want to make sure that you feel at ease when you start looking for vendors right because some of my past clients and present clients they come to me with stories of talking to vendors you know when they're stressed or overwhelmed and it's my job to patch that up right to make sure we start we restart on a good foot and not where they were previously before they hired me right um and that's about it so have a great day great night wherever you're watching this video and it should be up soon i'll be editing it um what else did i want to say yes so don't forget to check out elegant wedding magazine um the cover it's from my photo shoot with the amazing team at elegant wedding i do want to thank them again for the opportunity that i had with them and um it was a great great opportunity working with them and i hope everyone watching this video will see the magazine um and it's a great magazine great information you know great great magazine they put together the elegant wedding magazine team um and yeah so that's about it i don't want to ramble on again and yeah so have a great night take care great day great night good morning wherever you're viewing this from and i hope honestly i really do hope that this series of videos that i'll be making every let's say two weeks will actually help someone you know have a clearer path during their wedding planning process and this video doesn't have to even apply to wedding planning it can plan it could be for all event planning in general you know what i mean but again these videos would be geared more towards wedding planning but if you ever want to leave a comment you can i'll be more than happy to answer your comments again please be kind in the comments we're all here to help each other out um and if you want to see a certain topic for the next video when i'll be posting it again i'll be more than happy to receive your your comments about it and just to see what's up you know in my life as a wedding planner and i look forward to filming more videos because i feel that uh, there is a lot of knowledge out there in the wedding industry that could that could really be helpful um, for you planning a wedding so have a great rest of your day or great night or good morning and i will be back soon